Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chapter Tactics, fresh off the heels of the SoCal Open. It was an it was an insane major. I think over 200 people were there. Uh, but uh, and we're gonna just like go ahead and crack on into what happened uh, during that entire event. Uh, I am Magic Carp. Use Fly, and with me today we have Demeki. Hey, everybody, how y'all doing? We also have John P. I'm back. What's up? We also have Mark. What it is? And Bricky. What it do? <laughs> <laughs> so all of us uh, over at the Dice Check Studios have all gone to the SoCal Open. Me and Demeki were not able to play. We were helping out with uh, media for FLG. However, uh, we were on the forefront of what was going on uh, during the entire meta of that tournament because we were watching all the top tables the entire time. Um, and then on top of that, we have these three participants with John P., Mark, and Ricky. And I think... Uh, we could probably start off with how these guys uh, uh, felt about the event. Um, but before that, I uh, just want to say that this show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get amazing game mats for not just your 40K games, but almost any tabletop uh, game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discount and join some of the largest 40K events in the industry. They also have the largest 40K podcasting network in the business with shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, 40K Game Changers, 40K Stat Center, Grim After Dark, and so much more. That is FrontlineGaming.org, or or you can click on the link in the description of this podcast on all the social media goodies out there. The next event that's coming up is going to be uh, the New Orleans Open or the Nopen that a lot of people are seeing. Or, or NOLA, I think. NOLA Open. Something like that. Nolens. Yeah, so that's going to be happening. And then we have the big LVO. Make sure you guys get your tickets. Uh, I was talking to Kicker. Apparently, uh, as of right now, They've already sold 12, uh, 1,200 tickets for just 40K by itself. Sheesh. Uh, and then um, that's not even accounting for the stuff. This is for LVO. That's not even accounting for Legion. That's not accounting for uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, Ada Sigmar. He said that these those three are going to be the largest uh, tournaments for those uh, um, games that has ever happened as well. So oh That's going to yeah. be sick. Yep. It's going to yeah. be awesome. But before we talk about that. Or, I mean, I guess we're done talking about that. <laughs> Wait. So, uh, there is no did you know today because we have a lot to talk about. So much stuff happened at the SoCal Open. Um, I guess let's open up the floor with uh, how you guys felt about the games and uh, what you guys thought about the event. If you wanted to start off with uh, John P. Yeah, I can go first. My first event. Wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say. It was, it was insane. Just meeting everyone from... <laughs> All the guys at Dice Check. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was so happy that my favorite Dice Checker was there. And that's you, John P. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, just being, I mean, everyone at FLG, uh, White, our friend from the Long War, um, Tabletop Titans guys, all the fans that came up to me, just everyone there for the event. It was great. Um, had a great time. Um, played some great games, too. Um, I didn't. I didn't perform too well. I went one of five, but you know, <laughs> I, I learned from all my losses. Um, but yeah, super fun event. I my biggest concern obviously was um, gonna be space. Um, 
I've heard a lot of events, you know, very, very cramped, a lot of people in one small room. <laughs> I thought you meant space as in like, like outer space. <laughs> I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, I, I was worried about comets falling on there. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a real problem with yeah. that space up there. <laughs> space up there. Space makes What's me up there? <laughs> but yeah, uh, SoCal Open, very, very wide open. It's in like a, um, like a livestock um, showcase room. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of space. Like you could walk, you could probably take like 10 steps before you reach the next table. Yeah, it was like a yeah. huge hanger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Love the tables. We had a lot of space for the tables. So I could put your dice box there. Just put your minis. It was great. Yeah. Um, 10 out of 10 would go again. <laughs> for, as, for, for the length of that, uh, of the hanger area, I think that me and Demeki know exactly what you're talking about because we had to run back and forth on that <laughs> hanger over oh, and over God. again. Oh, yeah. Anytime, anytime there was an issue with yeah. the top tables, I like, they were like, can we get a judge? And I'm like, yeah. Why is on the, the other, other side, side of the hanger? Yeah, I, should I, we have I'll a judge right one. next to the top table? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish that I brought like my one wheel so I could just like zoom across the area, <laughs> and just, you know, uh, be there very quick like the Flash. How did the how did the carts work out for you and Berkey? Ooh, Dude, those, those carts! Those carts were sick. Clutch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Getting getting a cart that's a must. I'm yeah. thank you, Mickey, for yes. bringing that. I really yeah. appreciate it. I would have no my problem. back would have been so yeah. shot. Not not only to carry your maze, but like everyone has like a bunch of tools, like you know, measuring. Dice, etc. Your water. I was gonna say um, water, snacks, uh, jacket, snacks. It was great. Yeah, was Codex, great. Codex, <laughs> my ties, the book, my uh, ties, the, the alcohol. The, the, I, the, I had to lug around an entire thing of Captain Morgan the whole yeah. time. <laughs> it's pretty heavy. Uh, Bricky, how about you tell us uh, how you thought about the event? I was very good. It's my third event. Um, one of them was at a game store, and then the second one was the one over in Irvine at the bowling alley. And there's mm. this one. Definitely a lot of space in this one. Um, granted, the one over in Irvine was was decent, but yeah, there was so much space here. It was it was very well done. It was well ran. Uh, BCP it has its hiccups, but it's a pretty darn good app where you just need to know like where am I going, who am I fighting, and when. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. How how did you do at the event? I went well. I, I did. Went, I won every game day one and lost every game day two. Uh, one of my one of my losses uh, was due to a a certain person who may have gotten first place, uh, and we can talk about that later. But yeah. it was pretty good. Some really fun games. Good spread of of armies. Um, two Admech orcs, Nids, Chaos Knights, and Chaos Space Marines. So kind of neat. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Nice, nice. Okay, well, I have some stuff to talk about with uh, all the top eight stuff uh, as we go mm-hmm. on. But, uh, Mark, what about you? Uh, well, I think this was all our first big, uh, like, grand tournament, right? This is a grand tournament? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah grand I think this is all our first grand tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, well, I mean, what does the I, I LVTT think, I think the Irvine one was technically a GT, but that was, like, 40 players, so... Yeah, this wasn't is the, as, it wasn't grand for a grand. Yeah, that, that was the team tournament, right? Well, yeah. me and you. Oh, uh, no, the I did one. Tournament. I would went to one before that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This I think it was technically a GT, but 40 yeah, players yeah. versus, I, what, 200? So. Right, I, w- right. I would say that LVTT was probably one because there was like 300 people there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was a good time. It was a great time. Uh, one of the biggest tournaments I, I've gone to besides that uh, team tournament that Demeki and. Uh, the long war guys invited mm-hmm. me to, which yeah. was also really damn fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but having like the actual like experience and, uh, you know, playing by myself, I didn't have 
you know, Wyatt coaching me, like telling me, hey, I need you to play these Dark Eldar and win, okay? This is yeah. like, <laughs> too much I'm, pressure. I'm, I'm, well, nobody like, had to do that. That was only me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was, a, it was a great time. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get as great of a spread. Uh, I had to play Grey Knights three times. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> and it was my first time playing Grey Knights three times. Mm. So that, that's also cool. <laughs> so you had to learn every yeah, single I time. Had to, I learned a little bit more every time. And I'm just like, dang. This is <laughs> so this is... This I, is Oh, man, <laughs> and I lost my last one too. Oh, uh, I also yeah. went three and three. Uh, mm-hmm. I lost. I I beat two Grey Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. And I lost to. Uh, I got I got free booted round two. Yeah. Ooh, yep. Ooh that and, felt good. Uh, I actually lost to Emperor's Children. That was an interesting game. Really? Yeah. Those uh, noise Marines. They're, they're no joke. Yeah. They're no joke. Dude. No, no Lord of Skulls? No Lord of Skulls. Uh, oh, just wow. a lot of noise Marines. Yep. Endless you know, Cacophony. Yeah, endless. He was a really, he's a really good player, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Noise Marines, and then you shoot them, and they still shoot you back. And oh, it's like, yeah. oh, ow. Yeah, I'm like, why are they, why are they still hurting me? <laughs> I, thought they were, I thought they were dead. Isn't it my turn right now? Yeah, what are you like, doing? Noise Marines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, overall, great say? time. You had a good time? Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. The cart's definitely clutch. Yeah. 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 What about you, Demeki? I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I did not get to play my nine Kronos, but they will see gameplay uh, during the dice check tournament. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I had a great time. I got to meet a lot of people that we interact with online. Mm. Um, I met, I got to see Reese again. I think he finally re- realized who I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it, interaction with the community was great. I got mm. to be the the table boss at the the streaming uh, area. So what I had to do was run around like a madman and check on scores and CP, and then go back and give it to the guys and. Uh, there was a couple of hiccups where I, you know, I walked away from the table and they told me what their secondaries were and then they, uh, changed their mind on a secondary and then it was wrong. So I had to go back and go get it again. I'm like, what secondary are you running again? (laughs) What, when did you come to this decision after I left? Huh? Thanks. Okay. (laughs) I appreciate it. I I, I think that there was a time, uh, when you went up to, uh, Brian Poland and, uh, he was like, all right, uh, I'm taking, uh, uh, rod. Engage in all fronts and eradication of flesh, and then you're like, "Oh yeah, it's like what I take like every single weekend." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, because because uh, he told like uh, when he said eradicate uh, when he said eradicate, I was like eradication of flesh. I got it. Yeah. He's like, and uh, and then the other guy told me his stuff, and I wrote it all down. He's like, "You know what those are?" I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's not like I don't play this every yeah, every, yeah, every, every, every Saturday." <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay, okay. So uh, everybody had like a decent spread. Mark, you. Faced against Grey Knights three times, um, I think I, that I learned the, my lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that the big uh, elephant in the room is uh, what happened with orcs. Yeah, those ad. Uh, oh, orcs. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we had the big three that were there. Well, the big four, like the top five. Uh, I think it was the top five or top four T whips going into that tournament. Yeah, um, is going to be your uh, Drakari, your Admech. Your orcs and your gray knights. Those yep. four were the, and then uh, sisters would be the next one. Yeah, surprisingly, very little thousand suns. Yeah, well, thousand suns T whips isn't that high yeah. comparatively. Uh, but those five are like high T whips. Uh, Drakari is the highest one. Yep. Um. So what, what is uh yeah, what is a, a T whip? For the other initiate, what's a T whip? T whip is uh tournaments and winning position for an army. Um, if you go to forty k stats. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if you go to 40kstats.com, there's a section that says T-Whip. It's spelled T-I-W-P. And if you click on that, that tells you uh, which armies, if they didn't lose round one, uh, which ones are, like, in 
winning positions to take it into the top four or top one. Yeah. So uh, if you want to know, like, truly what is an army that is really, really strong and can get into the top four position, you look at T-whips and not win-loss, win right? We have Junior here that just got uh, his win with uh, Drakari on the top eight table. What was that game like for you? Oh, it was uh, tenseful. It was uh, suspenseful. We made it to the very end. Uh, really, turn five is where I turned it around and was able to to maximize, like, you know, scoring at the bottom uh, uh, on your primaries is super strong, going second. Uh, so I had to weather the storm on Admech, and he really uh, pushed up on me. So it was, it was a fun game. Yeah, uh, you were saying that was like a bloodbath where you guys were just kind of just rotating around the map because you had heard the prey. You were just trying to clear quarters. Yep. I was trying to clear quarters. Uh, he was uh, super aggressive with his rust stalkers, um, his uh, coming in from reserves with some of his infantry units. So I really had to to dedicate on killing a, a few of those units because uh, uh, of the herd to prey. Um, and then once uh, he got super aggressive on one side, I then switched over to um, clearing off um, his half on one side. So that's when I started to get herd to prey that way as well. So so as a Drakari player, how are you dealing with all the flyers that Admech are throwing into people? Yeah, so with my list, I bring seven Dark Lances, uh, you know, the Strength 8, minus 4, D3, plus 3. Uh, it's really good against orcs uh, as well because I played orcs freebooters um, and I was able to shoot them off. But the trueborn are really the the key unit because they always hit on twos. So a true trueborn unit once they look at a flyer, they're pretty much gone. And then um, I take obsidian rows, so that allows you to reroll a wound roll. So now at this event, there were a lot of uh, freebooters. There's a lot of orc players here. Uh, did you think that that was going to be what was going to happen at this event and you kind of built your list around that or what were you thinking was going to happen at this event yeah um that's exactly it. i knew i was going to face a lot of free buddhas and and admec with flyers so i did build the list around the the whole dark lance aspect um hellions are in there as a distraction unit so i use them a pretty aggressive so that they spend their time shooting the hellions um which, again, if they're not shooting my raiders, it's, it's always a good thing. And I try to stick into dense terrain as much as possible for the minus one hits. Yeah. Now, do you think that uh, what happened at this event is indicative of what's going to be happening at things like LVTT, or not LVTT, at the, um, at the LVO or at New Orleans or anything like that? I believe so. A lot of people are picking up freebooters now that GW has stuff in stock. <laughs> so now you can buy the stuff. Um, but, yeah, freebooters are super strong. Um, and Admech is, uh, they're just ridiculous. Um, they're super point efficient. Um, being able to hit on twos first turn with everything, BS twos. Uh, yeah, you're going to see a lot of that at LVO. You're going to see it at New Orleans. So. All right. Thank you for joining us for this uh, interview. Uh, good luck on your next match. What are you, are you, what are you thinking is going to happen on your next match? Uh, what's your prediction on it? Yeah, so I'm playing Sean Naden, so I'm probably going to get 100. <laughs> and then, I don't know, who cares what he gets. But... <laughs> How was it facing those guys for you guys? We'll start with John P. Yeah, um, I had to go against Jukari twice and Admech. Um, mm. I had to go against Jukari on battle lines, which is the four objective one. <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, brutal. We were obviously with battle lines, you only want to be in two certain spots. And Jukari just got there before me, and they uh, they herded the prey and <laughs> killed me. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. The Admec one, he, um, with the new player optimized terrain or pot, um, yeah. he placed it very well. Um, he I'm placed sorry? the. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're handing out pot now. Yeah. yeah, yeah player yeah. optimized terrain. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, uh, pot. Yeah. sorry to interrupt, John P. I actually really enjoyed that. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. I, I enjoyed placing oh, my yeah. own terrain. Yeah, I yeah. did too. Yeah. I, I agree. I, it adds a new layer of skill, I think, to the game. Yeah. And it was very helpful to be able to mess around with, like, I felt like my list mattered in terms of terrain. Like, oh, if I have this much terrain, I can move it here. I can adjust this. Like, you can make the most of a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a surprisingly okay solution to, well, maybe not a lack of terrain, because then you would still have a lack of terrain, but terrain positioning and the board well right. it, it takes it takes that one element out of it where our players would be like all oh, the terrain was terrible that's why i lost yeah well, well, well okay we, we can yeah, talk yeah, about this but let's talk let's do it after john p's done and then we'll talk about uh pot where was i <laughs> oh we were talking <laughs> so you said yeah, Drakari. Yeah. yeah uh so uh my match against admec um he placed his train in like he like he did it in such a way on uh, we were playing the scary and he placed it in such a way where like if i need to get to specific objective the middle one um, I would have to essentially take the whole brunt of his army. <laughs> <laughs> so 2,000 points was shooting at me if I needed to go to the middle objective. Uh, yeah, so uh, I lost to that one. Um, I had also had to go against Kaysons. I My one win was against Kaysons. Um, Kaysons is pretty brutal. Like, they... They don't necessarily play the objective Super Bowl, but they kill you. Like, I think I, oh, yeah. the one game that I won, I almost got tabled, but, you know, I still ended up winning just because I ended up playing the objective. You fought them wait a couple a, times, Wait right? a minute. The one game you won as Space Wolves was against K-Suns? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, K-Suns, like, it's hard for them to play the secondaries really well because yeah. it's either Wrath of Magnus or Mutate Landscape yeah. Yeah. or some type of warp ritual or yeah. something yeah mm -hmm. yeah right, so the counter a boar right yeah exactly yeah. yeah so i didn't take a librarian in my list so he couldn't take wrath and the mission where i won um it was vital intelligence so the four objectives in the center which is almost an auto win for space wolves because yeah. you're f it's a bunch of small skirmishes where they which is where they excel and if they want to take mutate landscape they need to go from home objective to one from one corner to the other corner in order to get their 15 yeah um, that's so, brutal yeah that's not easy for them so you know it's kind of an uphill battle for him. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that was the one I won. The second game against K-Suns I had, it was one of, I forget which one it was. It was Mission 21, where there are essentially two objectives in the home the home um, deployment zone and then mm -hmm. two in the center. So he, he could just, that one, pretty easy for uh, Mutate Landscape. You just go yeah. one, two, three, four, easy 12. Um, yeah, that one um, got smited off the board, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. 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 Happens. Uh, my very first game. Sorry, I'm like jumping all around. But my very first game was against a seasoned uh, tournament guy. He's from one of the local gaming groups, um, XPZ or Xenos Petting Zoo. Mm -hmm. uh, really chill guy. He um, was very helpful. He played Disciples of Bellicor. A lot of chaos jank. Yeah. Um, he explained to me that he had like a redeploy. He's, he said it twice. He said he has a redeploy and then 3D6 charge. I was like... Wow, I should watch out for that. And turn one, I didn't watch out for that. <laughs> and he did it to me, so I was like, ah. So, uh, note to self, I should bring like a piece of pen or paper or something just to write that down because it would help me out. Yeah. But yeah, fun experience overall. They definitely learned a lot, met a lot of great people. All right, all right. Bricky, what about you? Um, so, we're talking about the usual suspects, right? Yeah. Starring um, Benicio del Toro. 
Okay. And Kevin Spacey. Yeah, dude. Uh, oh no. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, who is Kaiser but, Soze? Yeah, that's that's a buzzword uh, right Kaiser there. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll be yeah, on this yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, it's a great movie. You should watch it. So, um, usual suspects. I I have not fought Drukari once in my tournament time, which is just bizarre to me. Uh, but I did fight Admech twice and Free Buddhas once. Uh, the first Admech game, I believe I, either John P fought him later or knew about him as a gentleman named Salty Vet. Um, he had some of the, the best goddamn cyburns I've seen in my life. Uh, oh, he was yeah. a really, really cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I like playing him quite a bit. Uh, for a, a Salty Vet, he wasn't that salty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was running a 18 Cerberus Raider dogs and nine Laz Chicken Walkers with two of the Ignore LOS, um, what are those called, John P? The uh, Disintegrators, Scorpius Disintegrators. Scorpius Disintegrators, yeah. and then two Dune Riders with some Raiders or, and stuff yeah. in them. Yeah, and then um, he had, um, sorry, he had the Text Priest Engine Seer, and he gave the plus one to both Disintegrators. He did that every yes. turn. Yeah. Yes, so that, that, that hurt quite a bit. Um, <laughs> though turn one, I got turn one that game, and I actually, I actually beat him, I think, 92 to 68 or something, um, mainly because I just demolished every dog early on because heavy bolters on mortifiers and mortal wound spam and at that point uh, thanks to the thanks to the uh, wonderful pot i was able to make it so that he was firing last <laughs> chickens at battle sisters just mm -hmm. from decent terrain placement and it actually was really nice and then multi melters came in from reserves wiped three chickens and i just started like kind of slowly taking over the board with my big blob of sisters um, as for the next game, that was Free Buddhas against Logan. We can talk about that later. You know what happened there. Um, we all know what, what happened there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then my final game was against Admech again. Uh, that was actually interesting. The, the player terrain was really dense in that mission, and he had these big blobs of... Um, Rangers are the ones with the galvanic rifles, right? Correct. Yeah, it's Rangers. Mm -hmm. uh, Rangers and like rust stalkers and infiltrators. But the way that the train was placed, he got almost no shots off on me. But I ended up losing because he had four flyers. So, oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, boy. Yes. Yeah, uh, so, so, I mean, and, then he got, and he got first turn. Yeah, so yeah, there was yeah. really nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I could have really done very little in that situation. But um, still, I mean, fine games. But um, yeah, the, the four... It's definitely, a, I think, an alpha strike issue, and we'll talk about that soon. But four Admech flyers are good because the flyers are undercosted, as opposed to like all the other the stuff. You can, yeah. mitigate, you, you can mitigate with terrain, <laughs> yeah. but you can't mitigate flyers and you can't mitigate ignore LOS. No, nope. yeah, nope. yeah. And you got you have to pay a premium on those things, and they are currently not paying a premium. Nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can talk about we can break that down later. There's a lot of stuff yeah. that we can talk about here. Hello, we are interviewing Adrian from Tabletop Titans. How's the event treating you for uh, so far? Oh, it's been great. Having an awesome time playing great opponents, and we're in sunny San Diego, so we can't complain. Yeah. What, what time did you wake up today? Uh, around 7 a.m. You got to see the beach before you go, right? Okay, all right. So uh, I heard that you are bringing the orcs today. Um, now, I uh, from from what we've seen in the event, they're running amok right now. They're like forty three percent of this top sixteen. Uh, how are you enjoying them so far? I am so happy to be playing all the traditionally terrible but amazing units. Uh, you know, breaking them out of the shelf, dusting them off, and they're just absolutely brutal, but also cunning and having a great time. Yeah. Uh, are you doing uh, free Buddhas? Oh, absolutely. Free I was playing around with some other stuff, but at the end of the day, the pirate orcs are just so powerful in this meta, being able to get those procs on things, play really well into some of the other top lists. And that's why I actually switched from my admic, which I've been kind of playing this season before. Okay, all right. So what is your general idea when it comes to free Buddhas? Is it just like you're hoping for turn one or like is there a fallback plan? What are you thinking, especially in a mirror matchup? 
Yeah, absolutely. So my free windows are actually a, a bit different than a lot of them. I've actually teched into a lot more tools. I have three units of commandos, two units of storm boys, so I can very reliably play some of these other missions, uh, secondaries. We can play rod, we can play engage easy. And so that's kind of my, my take there. Uh, the going first or going second, if it's a mirror or if, it against, if it's against admec flyers, that's when it matters most. And it really comes down to not risking it half the time, just reserving things like the flyers, hiding any of the uh, the small units for procs, and uh, kind of not relying on that. Uh, with Admech, it's a bit tougher because they can just be super oppressive, and you kind of have to rely more on just being right up to the line, so you see what happens, you know? So is Admech the toughest match that you're having so far at this event? Yeah, absolutely. Freebooters against Freebooters, we can do interesting interplay between us, but that was my one loss so far, was Admech with flyers, and it's just so devastating. They're so durable. Um, the only hope is to basically try to outscore them, which was, again, the one thing that allowed me to score like, any points in that game, right? So uh, you were saying that the secondaries that you take is uh, Rod and Engage. So what would be the third secondary that you're trying to hope for when you're playing Orcs? Yeah, absolutely. So that's a tough one, especially here because we're going straight through the book. So there's almost no gimmies as far as mission-specific secondaries. So I'll do to the last sometimes, which is things like the Flyer, the Big Flyer, uh, the, the big unit of Megatrack, Scrap Jets, which is nice. Um, sometimes I'll do no prisoners if I can. A lot of like like the the admec that Brian is giving, for example, give those up a lot. And uh, some of the other vehicle heavy ones. Again, other free Buddhas. We're gonna bring it down, get those points. So that last one is really determined by the opponent's army. Awesome, awesome. Well, good luck. Uh, what's your score so far right now? Going four one so far. Uh, super excited and also sad because I'm about to play my teammate. Gotta knock him out, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, dude. Th this event is absolutely volatile. So many people are not going a perfect score. All like, there's so much that's four one. So you know, you can still make it uh, definitely into this uh, into the top four. So you know, good luck with that, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll see you on the top tables. Mark, do you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, I took Death Watch to this tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. I took the little Dread Castle, so it was uh, pretty fun. A lot of a lot of Volkites. You know, <laughs> they, 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 they they do they do Volkite stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, shenanigans. Uh, I went three and three. Uh, played Death Guard. Uh, they were, they. Were, I've played a lot of Death Guard, yeah. so so I was pretty used to kind of like his fight last bubble was minus one toughness. Mm -hmm. I kind of knew where uh, I had good target priority, so I was able to kind of uh, you know skim that one by. A lot a lot of my games are actually really close. Um, they were all like within ten points. Yeah, uh, of me winning or losing, except for my last game against Grey Knights. Uh, they they spanked me that time. Against a really good player. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> um, I played Orcs. I got free booted round two. That was that was cool. I only lost by two points, though. So I was actually... That's not bad. Uh, That's really I went good. first. Uh, the guy ended up preserving. Ah, yeah. That's the there's, ticket. There's that the rub. No, no, no. The guy, the, the guy went first. Oh, oh, wow. Wait, oh, the guy went first and he didn't get shot off the so board? So he, he reserved his flyers because ah. he knew that if he was going to go second, that... You know, You're I would shoot all him. of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah six uh, dreadnoughts. So I was able to, uh, after he kind of like moved his stuff around and got some shots off. He didn't really get a lot. From, you know, turn one because my dread castle was hiding behind a big building, and uh, I was able to kind of get some pop shots, take out some wagons and buggies, and uh, by turn two, uh, his flyers did do work, but for some reason he took to the last. Not, not oh, yeah, strange. No. Really, yeah. really weird for orcs, I thought. Yeah. Uh, but I wasn't able to capitalize on it enough, and uh, he, he he got me by two points. Okay. Yeah, what was know. his uh, to the last? Was it the flyers? It was a. I think it was a was bomb. A group of three. Uh, what, what the hell? What the hell? What do you, what, what do you call them? The the uh, oh, the, 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 the rocket, not, not the rocket trucks. Oh. Mega track. Mega track scrap, scrap jets. jets. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Three okay. mega tracks. 
Mega Trike Scrap Jets and I think uh, another another unit of something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was able to take a lot of it off the board. So yeah. Uh, I, I feel like that Eminem could make a rap song just like reading off all the entire <laughs> all, all code the games. Games. Mega Trap Scrap Jet. <laughs> Shock Jump Jack stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Okay, so go ahead. Uh yeah, and then I ended up playing Grey Knights for the first time. Uh guy was great. The mm. army was gnarly. Uh Dread Knights are no joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will they will get behind you and give it to you if you let them. Yeah. Uh, played Grey Knights again, back-to-back. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to beat that guy, too. Uh, that was another great game, another great guy. Uh, and then I played, I think it was Emperor's Children, uh, the, the Slaneshi Chaos. Chaos. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 with Noise Marines. The noise Marines, yeah, yeah. they, they uh, unexpected. They, they, were, <laughs> they are gnarly. Yeah, yeah. And then last game against Ray Knights, I got, I got spanked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. overall, good games, good guys. Purifying ritual, dude. It, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's strong. It, it, it's you good. can't you can't stop it. Yeah, can't stop. Can't stop. No point. Can't stop. Won't stop, dude. Yeah, they yeah. just purify all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you guys had like, uh, you, so you guys felt the 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 power of like the top armies um, in like the most like max efficient way that they could possibly be in. Right. Um, but uh, you guys enjoyed the actual like pot terrain, you know, player optimized yes. terrain, yes, uh, because it helped you guys out. If if there wasn't pot terrain. Do you guys think that you guys would have uh, uh, enjoyed the tournament more or less? I don't think I would have done as well as I did without it. Uh, same. Uh, particularly when I, f- ironically, the person I would have had the hardest time with without that terrain would have been my Tyranid guy who brought oh, yeah. double Exocrine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that would have definitely been the most painful situation. So I'm very glad I had it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what about you, Jumpy? Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, I mean, if anything, if, if uh, I could probably improve upon my uh, terrain placement, but yeah, uh, definitely helped me out in the one when I had. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I absolutely love the the player optimized terrain. I think it's what every event should be doing from now on because mm-hmm. it just gives you it gives people so much value. Yeah, um, I was interviewing uh, Scott LaFountain, who is the person that got into uh, the top eight with Chaos Demons, and he literally said. Uh, if it wasn't for player-optimized terrain, uh, he would not have gone as far as he did. He would not really? have gone into the top yeah. eight. Yeah. So we are talking with Scott right now, the Demons player that got into the top eight perf- uh, undefeated. The third undefeated person in the entire tournament comes in uh, going to the top eight table. How did the, uh, how did the game go? Uh, pretty rough. I mean, uh, I, did, I rolled really bad on the Exalted Traits to begin with, uh, not getting a single four-up in won't hurt quite a bit. Getting two with the minus one to wound was good, but yeah, I mean the 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 fours having to warp surge every turn was going to be brutal, and so I just don't have the CP going into it. Um, and then yeah, the orc shooting is just it's it's tough. Yeah, especially since you only have a four up since your demons right with your six up save and and then your five up yeah your five up. Uh, so having to always pop warp surge, it spent a lot of your CP. And I'll uh, start with four. Yeah, I only start with four CP too. Yeah, so you can only do it like at max like three times and then were you just not rolling the correct amount of fours that you really needed and the fives that you really needed i mean he when, when i put it on one he shoots the others and so it's just uh he he target priority and he he played it right i mean he was a great opponent he did it well all right so how was the entire event so far like your entire run what was it like uh, i mean so i had six great opponents going into this um i played i mean all the way through ninth edition codexes hit necrons first then going into uh orc list again and then admac and it just kept going from there, then Jukari, and then other orcs, and then finished off with uh, Tyler yesterday with uh, Tyranids. 
Now, uh, throughout your entire journey, I was looking at your ITC scores. A lot, a lot of the stuff that you played are RTT. So this was like your, uh, you had one major uh, in the bank. So, but this is your first major where you got to top six, correct? Uh, first major ever where I've gotten to top eight, yeah, or top six. How, how, how's that feeling? Are you going to ride that high for a while, or what's going on? Are you going to go back into GTs, run the circuit some more, or what are you going to do? Well, I mean, I'm always playing. So, yeah, I've already got a GT planned for December at least. Uh, if I can get some other ones in between now and then, uh, great. And uh, maybe make a shot for Demons hitting LVO last. All right, so you're just going to stick with Demons for right now? You're not going to uh, flip any factions or anything like that, just sticking with the Demons? I mean, I've got like 12,000 points in Custodes, so if they get a good codex in December, we'll see what happens. All right. Okay. Okay. So, with your next event coming up, you're going to run demons. Are you going to run the same list, or are you thinking about changing it up? Is there anything that you would want to change with your list, or? Um, I mean, if I change anything up, I've got to paint a new uh, Lord of Change to get rid of the uh, the sword. Um, so, give me the extra points, and that would allow me to take an extra fiend if I drop a beast in Urgle. So that may be worth it. We'll see. All right. Okay. Cool. And then, uh, what was your general game plan throughout this entire uh, event? Like, what secondaries were you picking? What were you trying? What was your uh, general game plan with the list that you were running so the poxbringer was kind of the mvp i mean being that he's just a small character that people aren't going to target uh, he pushed in the middle uh, like a building like this on the table we had a, a perfect ruin to hide into um, and so he just sits there and casts to a warp ritual so that's an easy secondary for me to get i think there's only a couple games where i didn't get uh, max 12 on it um, engage was pretty popular i did uh, uh, two the last couple times because that means they got to kill bellicor the lord of change and then um because I can roll the Exalted Traits early, um, I pick one that's like minus one to wound in the 4-up invuln, and so it makes it a little bit tougher for them to kill that one. Um, Stranglehold was a big one as well, too, being able to take those objectives back. So, yeah. All right, cool. And then uh, what was the player-optimized terrain like? Did it help you out with your playstyle more, or what, did you enjoy it? Would you not want to do it? What, what did you like about it? Uh, demons struggle without it. Uh, they absolutely struggle without it. If you're going to a regular RG, uh, RTT or GT and you don't have the player-optimized terrain, it's not going to work out. Um, it, it, this allows you the flexibility to deploy the stuff where you need to. Uh, the walls that we have on some of the tables creates that perfect line of sight blocking that um, if you don't have it, you're just going to get shot off the board. Awesome, awesome. So that's it for this interview. Thank you guys for uh, joining in with us, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much. Dude, that, that's pretty awesome. It's a nice, it's nice, like, almost little mini game. It's very mm -hmm. strategic. Mm -hmm. It helps. And uh, even though it kind of adds, like, a little bit of extra time for prep, yeah. I think it's worth it. It makes the games a lot more tactical and fun, I, yeah. I, I think, at least. I, yeah. think, I think I was more surprised at this tournament because, like, I, and I'm guessing it's just because so many people that were at this tournament were also at LVTT, mm. uh, the Las Vegas team tournament, mm -hmm. because uh, not too many people asked about, well, what do we do if a piece of terrain doesn't fit into the ruling? Uh, because it, it did, then it comes down to a gentleman thing. Uh, the one time it did come up, I actually went and got the judge, and I said, hey, they want to know what to do if uh, they can't meet the requirements of the player packet. And then they and he was like, it, it just comes down to a gentleman thing. They got to decide on because all pieces have to be on the board. Mm -hmm. So uh, they just have to come to a gentleman's agreement and figure it out. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And for those that don't know what uh, player optimized terrain is, this is when you go up to the board, you roll off, and then uh, you, you decide uh, who goes first to place down one piece of terrain. Each uh, player, they half the map basically, and uh, one player would put down one piece of terrain, and then these terrain pieces have, like, um, like uh, uh, measurements that you can't put another piece of terrain next to it yes. within, like, six inches or something like that. So you would put something on the board, and then your opponent would put something on the board, and you could basically build your own, like, 
deployment. deployment zone. Yeah. It seemed yeah. really complicated game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after game one, though, it was like, okay, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. there's only uh, one particular map that they had set up where there was a piece of terrain that has to be in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the orcs table. Yeah. Okay, I don't think I played on that one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I personally really liked the orc table. I wish I played on it more because <laughs> there was a big building in the center and I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As, uh, Space Wolves player, man. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So we do have uh, an interview with uh, Brian Poland. This is Brian Poland from Tabletop Titans. Uh, this is an interview that we got over at the SoCal Open. Uh, and yeah, so let's uh, go ahead and check that out and uh, see uh, how Brian felt about the tournament. Hello, I am Magikarp Use Fly, and with me we have Brian from Tabletop Titans. Uh, he just finished off his game right now. This is round five. Uh, and uh, you're playing uh, Admet, correct? That's right, yeah. I'm bringing a Mars Admech. Mostly combat, no planes, things like that. It's been a lot of fun. Yep. Well, now, what made you want to bring Admech for uh, this uh, major? My Admech are painted really pretty, and uh, that's how I made the decision. Okay, so the, the, like literally no tactical decision or anything like that? You didn't look at the meta? You were just like, this one, I like these guys, so I'm going to bring them. I know the meta really well, so I was certainly aware that Admech was a strong faction. Um, but I've been kind of going through my most beautiful painted armies. I was playing Necrons at a tournament a couple weeks ago. And then this is my next best painted army, and I just wanted to uh, get them a chance to go on the table. They've never been out to an event, um, you know, so I've been bringing them for the last couple weeks, and yeah, I've been having fun with it. All right, cool, cool, cool. So uh, what's your game plan with the list? Like, what, what is your general idea when it comes to secondaries, uh, how you generally play out the games? The Admech list I built is kind of an all-arounder. It's not like the plain list that really wants to go first or anything like that. And so I try to take a really slow game. I try to keep everything hidden, everything safe, just slowly pick up my points and force my opponent to kind of overextend. And then I go for this kind of one big or two big turns where I kind of just kill their whole army. Um, so that's kind of, I just kind of hit sit and wait and then spring out and go for them. Gotcha. So what would you say is the strongest turn for your army? When does it come online? It's honestly, it could be any turn one, two, or three. It comes down to my opponent. If they kind of overextend turn one, then I'll go hot turn one. Um, which I rarely do, but in this last game I did have to do that. Um, most of the time I'm not trying to push it too hard until turn three-ish, um, but if my opponent starts getting aggressive, I'll match them. Gotcha. Now, for uh, for this major, there's a lot of people that have brought orcs and they're really showing up for this event. Uh, how many orcs have you fought against and how are you dealing with them? Yeah, I played against one orc list. It was a free Buddhas, all the planes. And um, I'm not dealing with it. I'm just losing horribly to it, um, which is, I think, the standard thing you're supposed to do. Um, uh, in that game, I'm not exaggerating, I played a lot of 40K. This is my single worst loss in 40K history, was against this free Buddha's list. I was embarrassed at how badly I got beaten. I, I was in completely tabled every model by turn two. I'd only gone once, and I moved like four units, and then it was his turn, and then I was tabled. That was it. I, I had never in my life lost so badly. Um, it's it's pretty impressive, actually. Jeez. Okay. All right. So, but uh, besides that, how are you enjoying the the event so far? Oh, it's great. It's you know, SoCal is such a cool event. Um, it's a big event. It's like one of the first where you kind of get to see everybody again. That's kind of why I come out. Uh, is really just to hang out, play the games, and uh, you know, I, I had to defend my title on this one, um, and so uh, I, I decided to come out and make it, and it's been a great time. Awesome. All right. Well, hopefully uh, you keep going. I think that you're still in the running right now in order to uh, get it into the top four and stuff. So, you know, good luck with that. And uh, we'll see you uh, hopefully in the top bracket. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. be there. No, no. Yeah, thank you. I, I, hope to, I hope to make it. Honestly, after I lost, I 
just assumed that there was no way to make it in. I'm used to the LVO where it's like only undefeated are in the top eight. So I was just like, all right, I'm out. I'm chilling. And so I even looked at the score once since. I had no idea that there was still a chance I get in. So I guess I'm going to try this round and uh, see what happens. All right, then. All right. So that was uh, Brian Poland talking about uh, his run. He ran Admech, um, and he ran not a bunch of flyers, which is kind of strange because that was the meta kind of that like the net list. Yeah, yeah, that was the net yeah. list that a lot of people were running. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he went deep, pretty deep still. I mean, he ended up ninth. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, he made a pretty good run even with no flyers. Mm. It was pretty impressive because there was a Definitely. lot of flyers. Yeah, there was a lot. And uh, it was like a matchup between basically Admec flyers versus uh, freebooters, which he talked about also. Was did, that Did he get freebooted? He got freebooted. <laughs> he got freebooted. Uh, so I guess like now we can kind of like unpack what happened in the grand scheme of the tournament here of uh, what was going on throughout the entire event. Uh, so uh, just to let you guys know what happened at the event, a majority of lists went like this. It was Jukari was mm -hmm. the number one uh, army that was uh, submitted in terms of lists, right? This is counting things like Eldari as well. Yeah. Um, but Jukari was number one. After that, it was uh, Orcs. And then after that, it was Necrons. So those were the three largest submitted lists in the mm. tournament were those three. After that, it was followed up by, I believe, Dark Angels and Admech. Um, and if we don't ranks. count the overarching space marine codex, exactly. Yeah. If yeah. we don't count the overarching, didn't space see a codex. lot of Necrons. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I wasn't paying attention enough. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I think because they all like kind of uh, 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 didn't do well on day one. That's oh, probably okay. Okay. well. Also, there was thirteen Necrons out of one hundred and seventy players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But a uh, majority of the lists were Drakari and uh, Orcs. And uh, by the time it got to, I believe it was round five or round six, orcs made up uh, over 40% of the top 16 oh boy. of the event. Free Buddhas. Free Buddhas. Yeah. Uh, so I guess now let's like let's unpack why Free Buddhas kind of became a problem at this event. Um, and then uh, we'll go from there. Cool? Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Yeah. yeah I, th I think the one thing that people might call out, though, is that only one Free Buddha actually made it to top eight. Yeah, mm -hmm. that kind of happened because all the free Buddhas in the top sixteen ended up like playing against each other, free right? Yeah. Each other. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> free there could only be one. Yeah. Either they free booted each other or they played Admech and Admech got turn one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that and that's something that like people will look at and be like, oh, you know, it was just that one guy, um, but like when you look at the grand scheme of things, like outside of just the top eight, because that's what a lot of people will see, you know. Free booze was definitely a big thing at this event mm -hmm. and will continue to be until, you know, a change is made. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think that, and you guys are free to uh, um, analyze this as well, I think that it's not a problem with free Buddhas. No. Um, and I don't think it's a problem with Admech Flyers either. I think that it's not like those factions' problems. It's not like... Those are the problem uh, armies. The problem is in the cheapness of those units mm -hmm. yep. and um, uh, 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 the efficiency of them, I guess, right? Yeah, and, because you're yeah. not, like, unlocking some crazy combo that, like, you needed to layer on. You're, no. It's just, okay, hey, these flyers are yeah. this efficient at this amount of points, and I'm going to use them, and yeah. they're, yeah. they're going to do extremely well for and their point cost. Speed yeah. log, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Lots of artillery to the point where it doesn't matter if there is pot terrain, 
it, it doesn't matter. And then like along with how far the range of those weapons are right. and um, how the map has gotten smaller. Yep. I think that's what the problem is because now we're going to be seeing a lot more uh, indirect fire as we go into uh, the later parts of uh, codexes being released, you know, right. um, Gene Stiller Colts uh, hasn't come out yet, um, which is rumored to come out soon. Uh, Tyranids just got their Octarius book and that one made their artillery even stronger than what it was before. Mm -hmm. Um, so what is your guys's opinion on, uh, what happened at this event? Like, do you guys think it's a free Buddhas and Admech problem? Or do you guys think it's like an indirect fire artillery and flyer problem? And we can start off with Bricky, I guess. And we're back from SoCal Open 2021. I am your boy Demeki, and I have the winner of table two over here. This is Quentin Johnson. So uh, tell us a little bit about the match that you're up against. You had to fight Admech, right? Yeah, I played Admech. Um, Admech are rough because they shoot everything I expose. Um, but Jukari have one good shot into them, which is I'm so fast and aggressive, I can deny primary really well. And if I abuse the crap out of no escape all my witches and succubuses, then I can get onto a point, hold him in combat, kill him in his turn, and then hold the points. Um, so that was my overarching strategy, was just he had two objectives that were kind of forward, and every turn I could missile a unit or two out there and take the objectives. And I knew if I held him to primary for, to zero or five for two or three turns, then did well on my secondaries, the game was mine. Um, I took my secondaries in a way that if he wanted to beat me, he was going to have to come to me. Um, and... If you engage with the Jukari army, I do not care what you are or who you are, I win that fight. Yeah, that's true. Jukari is a blender. And yeah, and I'm looking over. So your secondaries, you had uh, To the Last, which was Drezar, your Kronos, and your Trueborn. And then you had Herd the Prey, which is a Jukari must as a fellow Jukari player. I know that. And then uh, you took Banners. Um, your opponent also took Banners. Uh, he took Grind and Sequencing, which is the Admech one, which I thought was really interesting because... Yeah, no, and, like, the other thing, too, was that, like, the, like you said, you made it to where he had to come to you, especially with all these, these are pretty much you must come and deal with me. Uh, I just thought it was really interesting for him to take uh, banners and sequencing when you just, like, got turn one and you just overwhelmed him, right? Yeah, banners was an interesting choice. Um, I think he was hoping to go first and push me forward. Because I got first turn, I kept putting units on his objectives, and he was never able to raise banners. I think he raised, like, one or two. Um, yeah, it was, it was he, interesting choices. I, I've never seen anyone take Uncharted sequencing before. Um, I think he got some points on it, though, so that was pretty good. Yeah, he actually did. He ended up with uh, 12 points for sequencing, so that was pretty good. But for your to the last, so what, uh, what ended up happening exactly with your to the last? So I ended up with three Trueborn left. Um, he flew a plane over and blew up the Raider and then shot them, and I had three left. Um, and they hopped in another Raider that was partially empty and then zipped across the board and hit. Um, Drazar, I played way too aggressively. Um, there was a big brick of rangers, and I was hoping I could trap it in combat with witches. Um, but I, I got in there, he ended up failing morale, and then pulled Drazar out of combat, and then mortaled him to death with Wrath of Mars. So I should have kept him back an extra turn or two. Um, and then the Kronos, um, it, it got to a point where if I wanted to keep the attrition game going, I had to expose my Kronos and clear a point. And they did that. They did their job, and they took his entire army to kill, but he killed them in the end. Um, so it was 10 primary points in the end for five to the last point, and that was a worthy trade. 
That's great, man. So your next match, you're part of the top four. Uh, your next match is against Orcs Free Buddhas. So how, how are you feeling about that? So I played a practice match against Free Buddhas before I came here. Uh, and I got tabled on turn two. So my current strategy against Orcs is I'm very squishy, is to deploy on the line and get some dents out there and pray I go first. Um, and if that happens, I can make it a game. I have a lot of really fast obsec models. I can chop him in combat. I can have Dark Lances to kill his buggies to some extent. Drazar is a monster and picks up one or two. Um, I think the list I'm going against has a lot of individual buggies, which makes it much harder to chop them in combat. Um, but we're going to try. I have a lot of strength five, damage two, which really hurts if you have ramshackle everywhere. So I'm going to do my best. A lot of that's going to be just super hyper-aggressive movement. Sounds good, man. Good luck to you as a fellow Drukari player, man. I hope to see you win. Oh, cool. I, oh, all right. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's the the lack of a premium. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to legitimately ignore the number one most important thing on... A, so we have alternating turns. Honestly, there's no... I don't think doing the whole Sigmar thing is anything better. Mm -hmm. Regardless, you have alternating turns, and that's what's going to be like forever. So the only thing you can do to mitigate a painful alpha strike is terrain and hiding. And so when you have things that completely ignore terrain and hiding, naturally they need to have a point premium on them. Uh, for example, like, I mean, guard is not in a great spot right now, but if I want to run a manticore, a manticore is like 140, 145 points, and you require one CP for that tank ace, and then it's 2d6 shots, 10 minus two flat three damage, hitting on fours with maybe reroll ones. Mm -hmm. But that's all for 140 something. Uh, uh, Mark, how much is a, is a DACA jet? Uh, they are 100 points base with another 20 point bump for the two more super shooters. So you've got 120 uh, with, along with speed wall and all that stuff. And you've got a flyer that has the minus one damage, more wounds, and it's like 36 shots at six yeah. minus two one yeah 36 shots without the wall if you go speed wall i believe it goes to 42 you get an extra shot for each super shooter right so and it's cheaper it does not cost the cp like yep. if you want to have flyers that are operating as damaging things not transports or you're having ignore los you have to pay a points premium because people some people think that it's just a free buddha problem but honestly like Free Buddhas tabled me on turn two. If he ran them as bad moons, he tabled me on turn three. It's not a, a huge difference, particularly. Like, it, it's still a problem regardless. So if you want to give things that ability, it needs to pay a point tax. And at the current moment, well, they're just, they're just not paying the point tax. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also a problem, um, especially uh, specifically for free Buddhas, right? Because of all the stacking plus ones to hit that they get, right? right, right. Now, this is the only mm -hmm. time where I'm like, okay, that is a problem with free Buddhas, right? Because that essentially what that means is that, you know, when what, what, what Bricky said with uh, player play or player optimized terrain, um, you can do stuff like have your minus one to hit a dense cover on the board. You can do stuff where you can actually have a minus one to hit and, you know, uh, try to stop it so then free Buddhas can't get those stacking plus ones. But once they get to, like, plus four, there's literally no point in you trying to stack your minus ones because uh, there, there's, like, what what can you get where you can get, like, minus four to hit? And then on top of that, like, usually that's only on one unit. It's not army-wide. 
So that's what like another big problem with uh, with artillery and stuff is also being able to access all these plus ones. Uh, not to mention, just to capitalize on that, we don't have any uh, fighting admech. Actually, kind of maybe think about this a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the times, your major defensive buffs and changes like that come in the beginning of your command phase, yeah, uh, or in the psychic phase, like you know, defensive buffs for K Suns or Grey Knights, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, minuses to hit, etc. We ha you have to wait for your turn for that. Fighting admech, their canticles. And their doctrinas happen in the battle round. Correct. So, oh, yeah. like true. when I fought yeah. Admec, uh, my first game, he immediately was like, "Boom! Plus one armor save and shroud some. Mm -hmm. Everything now is plus two to their armor save." And I'm like, "Oh, that'd be so nice if you're playing Death Guard and Mortarian can get his minus one to hit in the first battle round from the psychic power." Mm -hmm. uh, but we don't have that yet, so the the first turn issue is more present. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John P, do you want to add anything to this? Yeah, and like in addition to that, if you go second, you obviously you put up your defensive buffs. But if you go first, that's when you get to go on the offensive. You get to pick the offensive buffs instead, especially with the three to five flyers that you might bring. Mm -hmm. um, you could pick the plus one ballistic skill, be in their face, shoot them with all your Stratoraptors, et cetera, that are minus one to hit, minus one damage. It's insane, yeah. yeah. And even at the 180 points for the Stratoraptor, uh, it's still putting out like 20 shots. Like I mentioned, minus one to hit, minus one damage with two last cannon shots. Um, so nothing to scoff out there. Yeah, definitely. Hitting uh, on twos, winning yeah. on threes <laughs> and twos. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to activate my speed wall. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not orc shooting. What yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, about, what about you, Mark? Uh, uh, no, I mean, I kind of agree. I think they do need to pay a premium. I think there also needs to be some maybe uh, some tweaks to uh, some of the armies. Uh Codex creep is is real, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, oh, per personally, I think buzzword. The, buzzword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, personally, I think the orc codex is pretty shallow. Um, everything's pretty pretty like face value, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of data sheet stuff, not like overlapping abilities. Not. I don't want to say it doesn't take skill. Uh, target priority is a skill, and you need to have that for mm -hmm. freebooters. If you do not have that, you're probably not going to do well. Yeah. Uh, if you start shooting at something that's super inefficient, you don't get your, you know, you don't pop your freebooter buff of plus one to hit multiple times or uh, enough times, then your your shooting's not going to do as well as you need it to, and you're not going to table somebody turn one. Yeah. Um, I like how that's the bar now. Yeah, yeah, right. Are you if able you're not, to table them yeah. turn one? If you can't table them turn one, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah, can you get a plus four? Nah. Uh, next. So <laughs> def definitely some tweaks. I mean, I believe the old free Buddhas was like if you killed or uh, destroyed a unit that was within twenty four inches of another unit, that that other unit gets plus one to hit now or something like that. Instead of an army wide plus one to hit, multiple stacks kind of mm -hmm. dealio. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what else I realized uh, during uh, uh, during the event. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of flyers, right? Mm. But a lot of units that had fly, no one brings them that much anymore, right? Like, there's a lot of armies out there that can't interact with uh, the Daka Jets and the Stratoraptors oh, and right. all the flyers coming out because mm -hmm. of the nerfs to uh, fall fly. back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fall yeah. back and shoot. So not a lot of people bring it except for things like uh, jetpacks. Yeah, you'll only really. see, like, Vanguard vets, essentially. Ooh, tower yeah. going be prime. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. those crisis suits just yeah, I know, slap right? <laughs> just out of the sky. Yeah, and that, I, I feel like that's another big problem with it. Hey, Tau has fly, and our melee is <laughs> bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like um, even with uh, with Grey Knights, one of the top five T-Whip armies, right? Mm. Uh, literally, they have nothing 
to interact with those uh, flyers. Right. Because the have, interceptors are interceptors? Inter- yeah, yeah. The interceptors, uh, they, they, don't, they don't have fly, right? Yeah, yeah, they don't have jump packs. They just yeah, act as if out. they do. Yeah, they just have flip <laughs> belt. Um, so they can't interact with anything that has fly. Uh, the only way that they can is if they put in like a like a fly, like one of their own flyers. Like a, <laughs> well, oh, they have a they have a storm, storm right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Let, let me just read y'all off the points right now of three of the Space Marines uh, jets. So you got the Stormhawk Interceptor. This thing's 185 points. Yeah. Then you have uh, the Storm Raven gunship. 290 points. Oh, my uh-huh. God. <laughs> and then the Storm Talon gunship, which is 165 points. And then there are certain factions, like Dark Angels, that have their own jet fighter, and, um, and it, it, its points is pretty high, too. Yeah, Corvus yeah. Blackstar, 180 points. Yeah. Bare bones, no, no hurricanes, mm-hmm. no... No aspects. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's not great. Even yeah. even Drakari, like their jets. Let me let me pull it up real quick. Their let, jets. Let me tell you guys about a harpy, <laughs> and a hive <laughs> crone. All right. <laughs> so so Drakari's Void Raven bomber is 185 points. Yeah. And then their jet fighter is 160 points. Yeah. And those are all flyers, correct? Yes. Are they airborne as well, like aircraft? Yeah. And I, I think that that's another problem because uh, the stuff that like Daka jets and Strato Raptors, they're not airborne or they're not uh, flyers, flyers where they don't have to do like the minimum movement, correct? Uh, no, they do. Oh, they do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh. think it's like 2040. Oh, okay. Like then I'm stupid. I, I didn't yeah. say that. Yes. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say that, man. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, Oh, did you want to say anything? Oh, I was going to say, cut the tape, cut the tape. Uh, Stratoraptors, <laughs> they, they have like the weird double pivot thing. Yeah, though, right? they, yeah. They, they yeah exactly. Pivot. Yeah. They yeah. pivot, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty they act, good. They act like Eldar flyers, which right. is so weird. Mm-hmm. that they're fa- They move like Eldar flyers. Why? They look like Da Vinci they machines. That. They don't need watch, that. <laughs> dude, watch. So free Buddhas, plus four to hit. CWE is going to come out, minus four to hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> minus four to hit. The no, gonna, not, not again. The <laughs> yeah. No more. CWE is well, craft world elders, by the way. They were talking about modifying ballistic skill. I know we're going into like, uh, you know. Rumor engines. Rumor, rumor engine, engine type yeah. stuff. Yeah, but but they're talking about modifying ballistic well, skill. I mean, modifying. Yeah. Like, because uh, Kaysons have that right now. Oh, really? Yeah, they have, uh, there's a relic that they can use where they roll D3 and then uh, that adds onto their, like, uh, and and or an enemy unit's ballistic skill oh, or crap. weapon skill, oh. so it doesn't modify it like plus one minus one. It right. actually changes the number. Doesn't uh, oh. something in the new nids uh, thing have that also? No. Oh no. No. Mm. No. Don't, I, I don't, made it up. Don't make me sad. Nah. <laughs> what were we gonna say to Mikey? Well, I was gonna say. I mean, because like I I I I feel like we're all saying the same thing too. Mm. We're saying that like the the codexes admec and uh, orcs don't necessarily need a nerf it's the points cost that needs to be adjusted for those particular units i mean the other thing too is like we've all talked about was that like they need to probably just restrict the number of flyers or or add on top of a points cost maybe a cp cost Mm -hmm. to bring a flyer i kind of like the idea of restricting oh go ahead briggy i I would like uh fewer flyer slots in the battalion especially the patrol the patrol does he take two yeah Yeah. it's two Outrider, um, you yeah. can take two as well. Like every yeah, detachment, you it can should take be restricted. Two. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a battalion should let you take two, but almost all the other non like major three, you know, battalion, brigade, patrol should let you only take one. Yeah, yeah. Well, brigade um, is the big one, so it should have more. Right? But besides yeah. brigade, yeah, besides, uh, okay. like because there's like the three normal ones, which are patrol, battalion, brigade. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones, like outrider and all that stuff, it's only only one, if even. 
Yeah. You, like, like Spearhead doesn't need a flyer. Yeah. You know what I would be very excited for? Not like seeing uh, something like Impguard win a tournament. I want to see something win a tournament with a brigade detachment. That's, that's what I want to see. That would be insane. All right, yeah. so I'm running the brigade. GSC, man. You, lost, C- you yeah. lost CP doing that. Guard can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we have an interview with uh, Logan Heath, the winner of uh, the SoCal Open. Uh, so uh, let's play that up right now and uh, see what he has to say about the event. All right, we are here at the final table of the SoCal Open. We have the winner right here, Logan. How's it feel, man? Uh, yeah, I'm still trying to process it. I just won the SoCal Open. That's incredible. Um, that just happened. So, yeah. Not only did you win it, but you won it on turn one at a major. There was like over 200 people that showed up here. You crawled through all of that, all the feces, and you got to the first, you got to number one. And you're saying that you're just you're just flabbergasted on how you went. Like, can you take us through what your game plan was for the entire event? Like, what were you thinking when you were making the list? All that yeah. stuff. So uh, for me, it was just trying to get maximized efficiency every little way I could. So like, all my buggies are single units. So maximizing efficiency. My opponents have they're in a weird spot to like kill me. It's overkill or underkill. Uh, so no spillover thing. So I'm just trying to get as much efficiency as possible. I felt like I was doing that in all my practice games. And when I came here, I just wanted to go five one. And, and I, I did it, and I was thrilled. I was like, all right, I won, like, great, 5-1, I'm good. And then I saw I made top eight. I'm like, wow, it can't, can't game better than this. And then just every game over game over game, I was like, wow, like, I could, I could lose right now, and I'll be fine. Um, and but then, you know, just, like, going into that game and then seeing, uh, you know, there was, I, I think he, he forgot uh, the clause in his thing to keep me from falling back. And when I realized, oh, I can I can actually fall back. I can just do my game plan. And I've done my game plan so many times, I just, I know it works. Um, so yeah, I just, I felt really good and just, yeah, it was amazing. All right, so was, uh, when you were going up against uh, all these lists, what were the armies that you were the most afraid of going into here? What did you tech for? Or was it more of an all-rounder list? Or was there something that you were kind of afraid of during the entire tournament? Uh, biggest fears are freebooters and admec uh, because it has so much shooting, it doesn't care what you do. Uh, like Dark Angels would also be like a, a tough one because they're just so durable. But as far as like trying to tech against specific things, it doesn't. It's in a space where it doesn't really need to do that. It just brings so many shots, and it's such high AP, and you just spread it out that it's it's really hard to fight against. So the, really, the best way to fight against is just to keep me from shooting which, you know, he was going to do by wrapping, trapping, uh, and all that. So, you know, that could have been really bad. But I have so many units I can really spread out and screen for myself. So really the, mo- the things I was worried about most was the Alpha Strike shooting armies. So, yeah. So how does it feel taking down Naden? Now, you, when uh, we were looking at your ITC scoring, you're at uh, about, like, number 203. And now you just beat out the the guy that's at number three overall in the ITC rankings. How do you feel about that? Oh, man. I've been – I mean, I've been playing this game 20 years. Uh, so, you know, competitively just for the last few. But, you know, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, and, I mean, Sean Naden just – obviously one of the best players in the world um just getting to play him i felt like man i'm doing i i did something uh so it just i don't know it just felt satisfying like 
you know, I put a lot of, you know, I talk with friends about Warhammer all the time, like everyone does, and just trying to think of like how to get more and more efficiency uh, out of what I'm doing. And I just felt like I was in a really good spot. And I was like, well, you know, uh, this is my best chance to actually do something. Um, you know, I've had a lot of events where I just didn't do much. So as you said, like my ranking is kind of whatever. Uh, so yeah, it was just really cool to get to actually do a lot of work and have it pay off. Now, going up against Nate, were you nervous at all going into the match, or were you playing it cool leveled? What was going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was totally fine. Um, you know, I was just I was excited to get to play. You know, I've played several players around his caliber, uh, and I just, in my experience, they've always been, like, the nicest guys. So I was just expecting a really good game. Um, if he was going to beat me, I was like, all right, you know, let's, let's just – Let's just do it. Uh, obviously, if you know if you do it, I'm not going to be salty about it because you're you for a reason. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, I was totally calm, cool, and collected. I was just looking forward to a really good game. For sure, for sure. Now, uh, looking at your ITC uh, rankings and everything, you've placed, uh, I, I believe it was 13 games you got to top 10 at least, like 13 different tournaments that you got to top 10. Uh, and during those matches, you ran Sally's. What, what made you want to switch over to Orcs? Uh, they just shoot way better. I love the shooting phase. I've I've played shooting army since third edition, and uh, when I first read the Orc Codex, and I just saw all the different ways they shoot. Uh, salamanders, you know, were fun. Uh, really cool tricks to be done. But then I'm always I'm always reading other codexes and see, okay, who can do my style of play better? So you know, I'm not really married to a faction. I just I love to play the way I love to play. I just like to move around and just shoot people. Um, and I just saw that Orcs did it. And, you know, back in third edition, they had a really cool, fun buggy list that I never got to play because I was a teenager and, you know. But when I saw, like, oh, buggies look cooler, they do what I want to do, I just said, all right, yeah, let's do it with Orcs. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, is this going to be something that you're going to be running for the foreseeable future up to LVO or are you going to be switching off of something else? What's your general plan moving forward after this event? Yeah, so for me, it's just keeping an eye on every codex that comes out and see do they do my game plan better. Uh, as of right now, until they nerf it or until something else comes out and does it better, then yeah, I'm going to be sticking with orcs. Do you think that... Uh, so everybody... Free Buddhas, everybody knows that it's a little bit ridiculous as of right now. What nerfs would you want to see with it if there were any? Um, like, what would you want to be changed to make it, like, a little bit lower of a bar? Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot you could do because there's a lot that they did from the 8th edition book to this. Everything got cheaper. Daka Jets went down 50 points, got better. Uh, the buggies went down 20 points, got better, like, got more shots and everything. Free Booters is plus one to hit, stackable, army-wide. So it's like you could do the little things like raise points. You could also do things where if this unit kills something, then everyone within six inches gets plus one. You know, little things so it's not just like over in the corner I kill something, then oh, way over here someone who didn't see it or hear it is now, you know, pumped up to hit better. So like little things like that, I feel like there's a lot of different ways to – make this list more tolerable and still be fun uh, and really open it up to try out some of the other cultures and you know see what you can do with them awesome. all right well that is it that's all the time that we have so thank you so much um, congratulations once again and uh, that's it from the socal open uh, logan winning it with the orcs let's go everybody
So congratulations to Logan for winning the entire event. This is coming from a player that uh, went from Sally's and uh, decided to go over to Orcs uh, as well. Um, because he likes uh, shooting a lot, right? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, even he agrees that free Buddhist is a little bit too too strong. Um, just just a little bit. Can you imagine? Can you imagine someone being like, "No, this is perfect." <laughs> no, <laughs> this is, dude, I this love exactly yeah. exactly how it should happen. <laughs> I'm on the LVO. Yeah. But um, yeah, Zeno's Petting Zoo came into the event. Um, absolutely, like I think they had stacked. They rolled yeah, deep, stacked, yeah. dude. Yo. Two people were in the top eight from uh, their team with Dark Angels. Did you guys see the Dark Angels list? Yes. Yeah. Oh, 30, yeah. 30, thirty terminators. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Dirty Terminators. It was actually a good counter to Free Buddhas yeah. and Admech. It's a great counter to it because it's so hard to kill them. Yep. Um, I remember walking by uh, the tables, I think on day two, um, and uh, the guy that was playing Dark Angels, I believe his name was Joel. Yeah. Um, he was running it, and uh, he went up against a Free Buddhas list. And I walked by that table four different times on four different rounds. There's still Terminators right there. Nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wasn't killing anything. The Free Buddhist guy wasn't killing anything. I think round one, the Free Buddhist guy shot everything into uh, uh, Joel's army, killed three Termies, and then he just rezzed one on his turn. Yep. Yeah, boy. Yeah. He had a, a, a little bit closer so that yeah. way he doesn't yeah. walk as far. Yeah, yeah exactly. He had oh, a, that's uh, free Raven, movement. Yeah. 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 yeah, he had a Ravenwing apothecary on bike. So, oh, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah. yeah. At the top eight table, we have Joel here doing an interview. Uh, this is the Dark Angels player that came into the game. Um, now, this is a, this was a very special list for a lot of people because it was just a huge meme, kind of, of just a bunch of termies. Uh, what, what, what was your idea going into the tournament bringing this list? Yeah, I would say it's... It's a pipe dream at first, but then you realize that when there's so many free Buddhas orcs running around, it is a great anti-meta army. It's really good into Buddhas because you stick all those terminators in dents, minus one, plus two to your save, and it's like really hard to shift them, you know? But uh, obviously I ran into Drukari at the end, and that's not free Buddhas, so I struggled a little bit there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so would you say that Drukari was like your worst matchup throughout this entire event? Yeah, uh, they just have a lot of expendable bodies that they can throw on my points. Everything in my army is valuable, um, and they're really good at trading up. And uh, trading up into my army is really bad because I don't have a lot to work with. Yeah, now um, we were um, when I was watching one of the streams when you were going up against Free Buddhas on the streams. I think it was on uh, table two or something. Uh, I would walk past every single round and it looked like like nothing was happening it was just a slugfest how did how were you playing that matchup in order to make sure that you were the one that was ahead yeah so on the buddha's matchup against ben jurek uh i basically just put my whole army into two pieces of dense terrain uh he shot his whole army at me he killed two terminators and then i res one and that happened for the first two turns until the speed wall was gone and then i scatter and start killing buggies with my chain fists that's pretty much how both of my buddha's games went and it's just incredibly powerful because I can deny the proc for the plus one because nothing in my army dies easy. All right, so uh, so the way that you're playing is just that you're kind of just standing on objectives, making sure that people aren't hurting you too much because you know you're just so resilient, right? It is a very static playstyle, and the reason why it's vulnerable to Drukari is because it is very static. Drukari can close the gap real fast and just throw so many bodies on a point that uh, they take it before I can, you know, leaf blower them off it. 
So they just hemmed me into the corner, and uh, I had a I had a chance in our game to to push forward a little bit, failed some crucial charges, and I just start, ended up being stuck on my side of the table. All right. So uh, would you would you say that this was just a pipe dream meme dream event where you would just bring this list or are you thinking about running it again in other uh, events oh this is not a meme list this is absolutely intentional and i've had success with this in the past i play second at battle for la with a very similar version of this list i've been you know going to rtts with this list and being very successful so it was a very intentional design to the list all the characters are very intentional and the 30 terminators just so happen to be really strong into what's in the meta right now. So I, I would say it may seem like a meme, but it is a very serious uh, strategy for Turk Angels. Awesome. And then uh, what were your secondaries that you were running? Like, what was your general game plan for the entire event? The nice thing about playing Dark Angels is you have some of the best secondaries in the game. That's what I mean by it's very intentional. The list is designed to get 15 for Stubborn Defiance every single game. And every single game I could take Stubborn, I got 15. Even against Drukhari, they couldn't shift me off Stubborn Defiance. So that is a guaranteed 15 points every single time. Oaths, as all Space Marine players know, is just a really crazy good secondary. And then the third one is just matchup dependent. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So that's it for this interview. Thank you uh, for joining us. Um, good luck on the rest of your events, and uh, you played a great game. Good job, man. Yeah. So that was really interesting. I think that one of the cool things that happened at this tournament was that the top eight didn't consist of a lot of, of like only undefeated players. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think anyone went undefeated in the tournament uh, right? sean did up yeah. until oh, okay, the okay. finals yeah. yeah well which goes to show that literally everybody yeah. that was in the top eight Every, everyone got one free boot man yep, yep. <laughs> but i guess I that's what happens boot. at every tournament mark <laughs> like <laughs> one person <laughs> but uh yeah 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 so um uh yeah there was only three people in the top eight that went undefeated everyone else took a loss um and we saw uh cool stuff happening in the top eight tables uh especially leading up to the top eight tables i thought was interesting we saw tyranids um, uh, having a chance to get to top eight, we've seen, uh, and chaos demons. So yeah. those two guys, uh, Tyranids with, um, forgot the guy's name. Uh, T Tyler was that something name? Botel, I think, uh, what, what, whatever his name is, congrats to him. Um, uh, but he, uh, he had to fight demons, chaos demons. Um, and they had to face each other in order to get into the top eight. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So the the, the yeah. two factions that aren't like super meta right now actually had to face each other. Yeah, yeah. they had to That's face rough. each other. Yeah. Rip. Yeah. But uh that Chaos Demons player went into that entire top eight undefeated. That's awesome. Ooh. So uh went six and oh, went into the top eight, but then lost on the first round of top eight. Uh, yeah, because he had to get free booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, went he had to face the free Buddhas. Because the only thing well, the only things that he had in the list that could deal with the Jets were his Lord of Change and Bellacor. That was it. Yeah, and that was it. And then also, uh, he rolled really badly on his exalted traits. He yeah. didn't get a single four up in one for his exalted traits, which meant that he had to use warp surge. Yep. Um, and he only starts off with six CP, so he can only do it like three times, uh, because it costs two CP. So that's why he. That was another reason. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of RNG right there of not being able to. Yeah, Bellicor yeah. loses a lot when you got plus four to hit too. Yeah, yeah, but he can't re-roll the hit roll. Orcs don't care. Yeah, orcs <laughs> don't re-roll like anything unless you're taking guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, any other takeaways that you guys have of the event? It was great. Oh yeah, it was a great event. I yeah, a lot it. of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'd do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> I'm gonna. We, we're gonna do it again. Go well, back. Yeah. I'm you, not you, you know, a takeaway <laughs> right I got: soul burner uh, petards on the decimator. Yeah, are really Nasty. scary. Yeah, Nasty. they are, dude. 
They're really nasty. Yeah. I don't like I, them. I think you played my buddy, Bricky. He took the uh, three soul burners and the three Col- uh, Volkites. That is exactly the person I fought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, even Wyatt's Decimators, they have the soul burners on They're them. nasty. Yeah. yeah. yeah nasty, uh, three, three. So I, I guess anyone who doesn't know, the Decimator with the two soul burners, it's 4D3. 4D3 shots. Uh, and then he brings Abaddon, so he rerolls all of his hits. And then for every unmodified wound of a two, you take a mortal. So on Nasty. average, three of those things puts out like 20 mortal wounds yeah, with Abaddon. Yeah. And yep. then you have the three Volkites, which put out also mortal no. wounds. <laughs> yeah. And then he brought 120 cultists. Yeah. Yep. You know, Black Legion is a three CP stratagem to turn off all your opponent's obsec. Whoa. Like all of it. All gone. That's a like game. Not, 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 not a unit. Your entire army's obsec That's, for three CPs. Yeah, but, yeah, but orcs don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I They'll care. Turn off your obsec. I, yeah. You know, I beat him by two points. You know, turning off obsec, it's actually not that big of a deal anymore when you consider that, like, a lot of people uh, consider... Just shoot you? Well, no, a lot of people consider troops to be, like, more of attacks nowadays. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, Marines, like, they bring, like... Vanguards. Yeah, yeah, they bring, like, two troop choices, and that's it. Like, well, it's just because their, their their troop choices aren't that great to begin with. Yeah. I mean, yeah. with, like, when, like, most of Drakari's army is its troops, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like... Eh. Yeah, and then when you get into, like, these games where things like uh, running it back to, like, uh, indirect fire and stuff... Um, when you have these indirect fire weapons that are like two flat damage, like minus two, minus three AP uh, indirect fire, PPCs. it makes like yeah. Oh. So, so like when you go up against those things, all they have to all all you literally have to do with those lists is shoot their infantry. Yep. And yep. if you shoot their infantry, then there is literally nothing that the opponent can do in order to score points. Yep. And I think yeah, that's but he had 120 cultists. Quick, <laughs> dude, uh, did, did, quick did somebody get... say Plague Burst Crawler real quick for <laughs> did, me. Did, say it. Um, PPC. Oh, 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 did you hear that? Ooh. Someone knocked on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> did you guys see the 100 Poxwalkers list? No, I wanted to. Oh, my I, goodness. I by it. There, there was a guy from XPZ that uh, fought against the 100 Poxwalkers list on, like, round one. That sounds so fun. <laughs> I, I, I talked to him, like, afterwards, like, outside, and he was just, like, he went through all the um, stages. stages of grief. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just, he was so upset. He, yeah, he was. Did, he, he lost. Did he lose? Did yeah, he lost that. He yeah, lost yeah. that one. Yeah, so, yeah. That sounds so fun to play. Yeah, because yeah, it's, like, I imagine playing against them, just, like, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I can't oh, do anything. Oh, <laughs> It, but they're still there. Yeah, they can't no. run. They, no, no. they don't fail morale. So, yeah. so, so you, you know what's funny? So he was playing Custodes, right? Oh, no. XPZ no. Guy. So the XPZ guy was playing Custodes against 100 Poxwalkers, okay? And uh, in that in that matchup, it's already a little bit difficult, okay? Right. Um, but uh, he, he, he was fine. Um, what happened was that uh, this guy, he uh, he does a charge with these Poxwalkers, right? And um, so he tanglefoots. You, know, you guys oh. know what Tanglefoot is, right? right? right. Yeah. So uh, the Custodes guy is Tanglefoot's. The only way that those Poxwalkers can get in on that charge was rolling a 12. And this guy rolled double sixes. Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's My go. fellow Death Guard brother, yes. <laughs> wow. And yeah, that, that loss in the game off of that, just oh, that, that no. double six roll. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the, the great thing that you could do with those Poxwalkers, too, is that you can use the stratagem where you roll seven dice to get them back. And he did that. And yep. you can just chain them up the yep. board. Yep. yep. It's free movement, baby. Yeah. Free movement. Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right. Um, I think that that is it for this episode. Uh, we kind of... Uh, 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 talked a little bit too long, but you know, 
Thank you guys. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. What'd you say, Bricky? I said, yeah, thanks for having me from far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us next week. We're going to have Val on uh, on this episode, on the, on next week's episode. He's uh, great. Yeah, yeah so, he is. Uh, yeah, so we'll see you guys on the next episode. And thank you guys for watching. If you guys want to check out more Chapter Tactics, make sure that you guys subscribe to the Frontline Gaming channel. And uh, as always, you guys have a good night, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Goodbye, everybody. See you. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say bye, Bricky. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Awesome.